Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. I'm Chris, back with Tim. I, I'm deciding on the fly. We're going to um, post this onto the YouTubes so people can get kind of another idea of who we are and our podcast itself. We've took a week off because things were busy last week. It's just the way it is. Um, I don't even remember. Oh, I was in Sacramento all week. So uh, say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we have a very Disney heavy podcast mixed in with some stuff. I'm going to have a rant, a Disney-esque rant, but more it's a, um, for those that have listened for a while, I had a hatred for Rotten Tomatoes, still do. Um, but I also um, am kind of anti-comicbook.com. And we'll get to that later. Um, make sure everyone go to our pages FOMOcast on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. If you look behind me, I got the FOMOcast Chris logo done for the gaming page. Uh, we'll work on getting Tim one so his background looks cool like mine. But um, You don't like my, uh, uh, what's his name's chair? Throne? Snoke or whatever his name is. It's okay. Um the first thing we're going to talk to is so we Disney heavy front end, back end everywhere. It's just Disney heavy because so much stuff happened in two weeks. First thing is, is that Encanto has hit number one on the Nielsen streaming charts. And it's also been the billboard top 200, number one soundtrack for six weeks in a row. Um, I've heard remixes. I've heard so much stuff of this song. I haven't even watched the movie yet. And yeah, so I was just going to ask you if you watched the movie yet. No, no Great movie. Great. Haven't had time. I haven't had time. So two weekends ago, we were down by you. And right. then the next day we had plans this past weekend. We went out to the dairy and we did some other stuff at home kind of stuff. And then, I mean, I can't really think of, we did a lot of stuff. It was yeah. a lot, but it's kind of amazing at how well it's doing, especially because it it was not in the theater very long. No, well, I'll go to the next one, and he, that's where you could go see it at. No, it's returning to theaters. So, I mean, that's been a, a very popular idea as of late. Um, I do know that um, there's been some, not questions, but kind of... People have been like, we didn't get to see Spider-Man No Way Home. Don't know why. Maybe you're afraid of COVID. Maybe you were not vaccinated. And there are rumors they're going to put together something coming back for that as well, where it legitimately is going to be like added features, added stuff to it, like cut out stuff for it. So it makes sense they want to bring in Canto back because it's become kind of a hit through Disney+. Plus. So, yeah. and, and it's when I was listening to other podcasts and they were saying, oh, well, you know, why are they bringing it? you know, back to theaters or whatnot. And I think, um, or what they said that they thought it probably wasn't going to do as well as it did. I mean, I don't know if anybody can really, you know, say that it was, but as far as, you know, it far exceeded their expectations, they're like, okay, we got to get this in theaters just because of how much success that it's had. Um, and, you know, we'll continue to have, obviously, if it goes back in theaters. Now, what was the the one we always talk about with Chris Pratt and Guardians of the Galaxy? No, the cartoon that came out in 2020. Oh, uh, not Enchanted. 
uh, up, well, upward, onward. Onward. So that was another one that was kind of similar. They didn't expect it to yeah. do great, and it blew it out of the park. It's not a musical, though. So, and as Tim kind of knows, I have a a newfound appreciation for musicals. So, well, if it does come back out, we'll see if it's by me. Right. Um, and Lin-Manuel Miranda has already pitched Encanto Disney theme park attraction to Bob Chappick, which I think is actually, I don't know. Would that work? Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't there, wouldn't a Coco one come before that? Probably. Because I mean, Coco the, seems like it'd be a better themed idea because you're going to the other side. Yeah. Well, and with Coco, you already have the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot, so that fits in perfect right there. Right. Um, where Encanto is more, you know, South America from Colombia. So, yeah. you know, there you go, right, right there. So, but I mean, who knows? I mean, never say never. I mean, Splash Mountain's going to be Princess and the Frog now. So. True. You know, I mean, and that obviously that fits perfect because it's more on the square. But you know, who knows? I mean, you could put it put it anywhere. It could be for another park or a uh, an overseas park. Um, you know, can get it, or who knows? Maybe Disneyland Mexico coming up. You never know. You, yeah, you never know. I mean, they're always. I know they probably have enormous plots of land all over the place just waiting to figure out tax breaks and things of that nature um so we will see um the new haunted mansion movie will be released in 2023 which is kind of exciting because i believe scarlett johansson is tied to it like still so um i don't know what the whole hubba blue was before when the fallout and now they're friends again i mean we'll see well, um, and that's that's a year away. True. So if you things know, could change, so <laughs> if things could change dramatically. Um, Spider-Man: No Way Home's box off box office has surpassed Avatar with third highest domestic total. Now, my question would be: Do they include the re-releases of Avatar in that number or not? Um. I mean, I would think you would have to just because it's box office. I think when they do, though, it, it, it annotates it. So you, when you look at it, it'll say, oh, hey, this is what's going on. This is the annotation that we have. This is basically saying they went back into the theaters this year and this year. Because I think it got re-released twice. What's that one? Avatar. Yeah, it says it officially surpassed Avatar's lifetime domestic total. Okay, so that okay, then that that counts. Yeah, I think I think they even they will randomly keep track of like remember Turlock? They used to have the the dollar movies where the in shape yep. was that shut down, and yep. I believe even something like that they keep track of that because oh, yeah. you know I mean, it's, it's every awesome. dollar counts. Every dollar yeah. counts. Yeah, because says Avatar took you know seven hundred sixty million, and then. Uh, hold on, wait, North, right? Yeah, the basic 754 is originally released and a little over 10 from its special edition re release in August 2010. Okay, so that means that if they decide to redo that, I mean, because if they re release it, so I'm going to see the Batman this weekend, Sunday, with Justin, and um, the reviews look amazing, but 
if they wanted to re-release Spider-Man in anticipation of Morbius, they could probably cushion that lead quite a bit. Because people oh, yeah. will go back to see in the theater. Because there's yes. nothing great that I'm really seeing right now. Um, I'm seeing a well, couple things right here. Like what the next thing we're talking about, I'm going to actually look it up to see the, I can't remember the release date, but yeah, I don't see anything I mean, I'm really like, interested in. Like you said, especially this getting re-released in theater, you got people that will go and see it again. Yep. Um, or, you know, probably go more like in a matinee show, get a cheaper price for it if they've already seen it a couple times. And you have people that um, haven't seen it will go out and see it because, oh, hey, I missed it. Now I'm going to go back out and see it again. Or, right. uh, you know, see it for the first time. And especially depending on, you know, whatever your, your stance is on on COVID and whatnot. You know, it's like, hey, now I feel more comfortable going and, and-, and seeing it. And in reality, too, technically, you might even go see it if you're a little bit leery, thinking, you know, what if I go to a uh, Tuesday afternoon show, Tuesday morning show, maybe there's not going to be that many people there. So you can still see it. So, you know, fingers crossed. I I want this movie to do good. It was an amazing movie. Best Spider-Man movie, I feel like, in a very long time. Um, And the implications into the future of the MCU is pretty awesome. and then the next one, did you watch the trailer for Bullet Train? I I saw just a very little bit of it on like a Facebook ad. Just scrolling so, through. so the synopsis is, is five assassins aboard a fast moving bullet train find their missions have something in common. It's exposed, supposed to come out in July 15th this year. Um, the crazy, the cast is insane because, okay, so. I don't know who this is. Wait. Oh, she played. She was in uh, Deadpool. So the first of all, you got Brad Pitt. You have Sandra Bullock. Zazie Beats is, I believe. Yes, she played Domino. That's what I thought. Joey King, who people would know her from the kissing booth on Netflix. Um, Michael Shannon. Uh, Hiroki Sonata, who I can't remember what I've, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Masioka, who was in Heroes. Like, it's legit. You got like Lady Gaga too in it. Lady Gaga's in it. Yep. She's not even top build. Well, when I googled it, cast a bullet train. It's, she's the th- she's the third one. What? But she doesn't yeah. show up on IMDb at all. That's so funny. I don't know. All I know is that um, Brad Pitt looks amazing in it. I honestly feel. Because so people don't know, no, he apparently he smokes a lot of weed like it says apparently he smokes a lot of weed and um, he it looks like he's playing a stoner assassin in this like it's hilarious. And I was like, this is this is perfect for him. I'm ready for it. It's it's going to be amazing. And I was truly shocked when you shared it and I looked at it. I go, wait, what is wait, wait a second. What is this? Because the website that listed it actually did a cool thing where they were like, uh, Brad Pitt is an assassin question mark. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Are they trying to say he's not, or are they trying to say he doesn't fit the bill? And I was like, Oh, that means I got to watch it. Uh, if you watch it, it's no joke. Like something has happened to him. Cause there, there's a joke right off the get go saying he wants to, he basically says, something along the lines of it's about peace and harmony. And as soon as he says that the lady on the phone is like, you do realize what you do for a living. Right. And 
it was just it's just hilarious to me. I, I think it's going to be an amazing movie, and I'm oh, super looking forward to it. Sandra Bullock replaced Lady Gaga. Oh, she did. Yep. Okay. So, I'm super excited for it just by the way it looks alone, and I mean we'll see in the near future, um, in July how it, how it fares because I haven't seen him. He was in, um, that one the Once Upon a Time, not Once Upon a Time. Is it Once Upon a Time? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, the last thing Brad Pitt was in. Yeah, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, it yeah, is. There's that movie. It's called hmm. that. Huh. That's uh, the last thing I remember yeah, being uh, in. Yeah. 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 He was my wife. is not not producer. Oh, and Lady Gaga got replaced. Um, because yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's Cliff Booth. He's in Deadpool okay. Two also. Um, but uh, very because, short, very short part in Deadpool Two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga got replaced by Sandra Bullock because she went to House of Gucci. Oh, I still need to watch House of Gucci too. Um, we do have something. We're back right back into Disney. Um, we have a new Muppets Disney Plus series to focus on electric mayhem and new characters. And Adam Goldberg is involved. Which, for those that don't know, Adam Goldberg, he's produced a lot of a lot of big stuff. I think in the in more recent stuff, um, and I believe. If I'm not mistaken, he is also the one responsible for the Goldbergs as well, because um, it's based on his family. Nope, wrong one. Wait, no, maybe it's the right one. Upcoming projects. Oh, my gosh, there's no way. So I looked at the other Adam Goldberg, the actor, and he's in one that's going to be the Hebrew Hammer versus Hitler. That's oh, going to be amazing. That sounds like a great one. Yeah. Um, I got to see who this is, which which Adam F. Goldberg is the one that created um, the Goldbergs. And he was involved in fanboys, too. I don't see him on this. So I don't know which Gadam Goldberg it is then. It's this one or the actor one. Both of them are geniuses in what they do. Um, so, I mean, we're going to see uh, how well it does because um, I love myself some Muppet action. They did that one with um, uh, the kind of quarantine times. And it was kind of like a take on them calling on each other and making sure that they're okay. So that was yeah. kind of um, that was kind of good. And then I can't remember Electric Mayhem, isn't that? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's there. It's Dr. that's the King band. The Electric Mayhem. Yeah, it's that's the, the band. band with animals. The drummer. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And it's Adam Goldberg of the Goldbergs. It is okay. Yep. I'm excited for that. What? Um. Dave Coulier is one of the vocals. <laughs> nice. That's crazy. All right. Well, well that'll be kind of awesome. Cause that's actually, I think like, I think maybe that's because when I got into um, the Muppets was when Fraggle rock, um, when the Fraggles were introduced in the Christmas special. And yeah. 
I think that's why I kind of like the new kind of characters and the shrimp one. I can't remember his name. He has a French name, the shrimp. Yeah. Um, he's amazing. Um, Disney plus becomes home for all things ice age. So I know they just did release the new ice age movie and they had stuff in downtown Disney for it. So it's there. If you want to watch them, I, I, I can only handle so much Ray Romano. So, um, Chippendale Rescue uh, Reunite Chippendale Reunite, Reunite in first trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. I am avoiding all trailers and everything for this because if they look janky and jonky, I'm not going to watch it. Um, it does come uh, May 20th. Um, how, did you see how they looked at all? Or um, I did, but I can't remember. I mean, it wasn't something that, you know, stuck out to me, of course, are going to be, you know, more. Um, I, I don't know whatever you want to call it. Not CGI. It's a different. It's a different animation style, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're not animated. It's more like um, computer generated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I mean, we'll it, see. It looks. Yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I tried watching Rescue Rangers with my son the other, uh, a couple of months ago, and it was um, dark. That show was a lot darker than I remember. Right. Well, actually, it looks like it's kind of a mm. a cross between both CGI and animated as far as what the the characters are. So I bet you it's something between the the two because it says like before, and then it says like thirty years later. So I wonder if it's you know something to do with with that the two different styles. Hmm. So actually, it looks looks cool. We'll see. I, I won't trust it still. I'll wait. Um, we did have, a, well, this trailer debuted before our last podcast, but um, it was crazy because, so the, the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer that debuted during the Super Bowl, you couldn't find it after the Super Bowl. You could yeah. not find the one that was actually shown because the one that was shown had zombies in it. It had the Marvel zombies. And this one didn't. So it showed, um, you know, Scarlet Witch zombie version. Basically, everything from the What If comics is going to be in this. Whoop de doo. I'm excited for it. I'm happy for it. We'll see what happens. They also did a poster and trailer for Moon Knight um, that came out during the Super Bowl. And they actually just did another new poster today that was, or yesterday, where he's in a suit. It's all white. It looks pretty cool. Um, the only thing that's weird to me is, is there was a TV show called Awake on NBC that I really enjoyed. And it was basically about Austin um, Oscar Isaac. Um, can't remember his name. It's the guy from Harry Potter, I believe. But he gets in a car accident. And basically when he wakes up, he his his wife has died or his kid has died. And then when he goes to sleep, and he, as soon as he puts his head in the pillow, he wakes back up and the other person is dead. So basically, he doesn't know which one he's dreaming in and which one he's alive in. And uh, in one, his wife's dead. In the other one, his kid's dead. Huh. <laughs> Excuse me. So um, Jason Isaacs, that's who it is. And it basically, it says, this is the synopsis. After a car accident takes the life of a family member, a police detective lives two alternating parallel lives, one with his wife, more with his son. 
is one of his realities merely a dream? And that's basically what Moon Knight is. So I'm thinking they stole this premise from New Moon Knight, and I loved it. So I'm excited for this one in case it works on the same premise. That's what it, the, tra- the trailer showed, but we don't know if that's true. So um, the Mandalorian Marvel comic adaptation is debuting in June. Um, I mean... Well, I mean, there's not much to say about it because it's going to be basically just the retelling the story more than likely. They might go into a little bit more back history or something like that, but most of these comics lately are are not like that. And then we have a new The Book of Boba Fett Lego set. It's available for pre-order that I did not see it, but anything Legos is going to go very, very quickly. So if you want it, get it. Just saw tonight. They have a Friends movie set or the TV set. They have a Lego set for that. It's crazy. Nice. The best news I got in the recent news-wise and entertainment was that composer John Williams is returning uh, to Star Wars with the new Obi-Wan Kenobi theme. So that makes me crazy excited because I'm like, great, we're going to basically get him, you know, back into action doing his thing. Um I believe he has a kid that's doing music as well. I can't remember who it was, but I know they're doing some other stuff like that too. Um, so fingers crossed. I haven't heard, we haven't heard much of the theme. Um, we did hear other people's themes when we saw some clips of him, um, like the poster I heard. I don't know if it was fake or not, so I don't know. So we shall see on that one. Um, this one was kind of, different Kevin um, Feige has said that um, he calls Endgame the final Avengers movie and the way I took it was that they're no longer going to be doing these huge team ups they'll still do team ups but they're not going to be in the same capacity of every single Marvel hero coming together in one, in one area. So you still might have four or five people, but it's not going to be them doing what they did in the Avengers movies. Um, I know they got so many shows and things like that, where they have the iron heart show and they have the iron wars show. So there's just so much stuff in development show wise. They probably don't want them to cross over. If they do, it won't be in, the same kind of capacities of every single person acting out in the film. Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense too, especially if he says that's the the end of it with everyone teaming up. I mean, uh, Avengers wise. Yeah. 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 Avengers wise. So, which it sounds, it sounds like it's somewhat recent because they mentioned the Avengers in the Eternals, like they're some sort of thing. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, Beetlejuice Juice 2 is in early development by Brad Pitt's production company called Plan B. And apparently Michael Keaton is all aboard for it. Um, yeah, now's I, the time to get him. Yeah, I saw the poster with Michael Keaton in it and then one with Winona Ryder. Um, those are fakes, just well. so you know. Those are fakes. Well. Yeah, those have been out for a few years. But... Michael Keaton has been on a roll. He is returning for his role as Batman, supposedly in the Flash movie. 
Um, so he is reprising a lot of his old roles. Now, if we just get him in for a multiplicity sequel, I don't know if you ever watched that one. That one was hilarious. And I miss Michael Keaton in comedies like that. Um, my favorite news. People are mad about this, but I think it's amazing. John DiMaggio will return for the new season of Futurama as Bender. Now, people were like, oh, he's being a baby. How would you feel if you were your only your only source of income was doing voice work and your only offer is some mediocre like you're not making as much as Katie Seagal. You know what I mean? You're but you're John DiMaggio. Like you legitimately go to cons and put people people request. I don't know if you see the interview with him. Their most request is to make a voicemail as Bender for them. Like it's that's the thing he does. Yeah. I mean a lot a lot of those voice actors do voicemail voice uh but like he's well known and he was getting paid nothing. And like he said is he doesn't know the Futurama has been canceled three times and he legit said, he goes, here we go again until the next time we get canceled, you right. know? But I mean, on, on that, like I get like where you're coming from on it, but then Katie Seagal is done is a lot more popular name than him with being in married with children and everything like that. So right. Right. She is, she but is here's the thing. Get, get here's more, the thing. Get more on it just because, of that. I mean, you could be the boy, best voice actor in the world, but nobody knows your face. Right. But here's the thing. That's not the way they do other productions. They people at Fox are trying to be cheap. That's the problem because there is no Futurama without Bender. And he knew what he was doing because apparently I saw some story that basically doing Bender's voice is not sustainable by most people for a very, very long time. It's so gravelly and deep. So they had to get him back. Well, I applaud him and say, welcome back to the, the, the show. Yeah. Well, and it'd be interesting to see if they didn't get him back, how they would have killed off his, his character or, or, yeah. or, or wrote him out of the script. Who was it? Somebody else. There's another voice actor who did the good version of Bender. And I think it was, and they flat out said they wouldn't do that role if he didn't get the role. So there was a lot of character actors were, were starting to back away from the project. So, you know, I want to, I want to see what the notes said too, like who they were recommending. Um, Production is officially wrapped on Indiana Jones 5. It's going to be the story of uh, uh, his brittle bones. I mean, I don't know how he's doing it. Um, that and also supposedly coming back for Star Wars. Um, excited to see what they go with it, though. Um, Peacemaker Season 2 has been announced and everything by HBO Max. With actually, I think they almost have a release date. Like, it's close. They want to do it close to the same time. Um Stranger Things 4 will premiere on May 27th and will be twice as long as previous seasons and will be split into two volumes, which is smart because they'll probably have it go May um, and then they'll probably have it come out October, I assume, the second half of it to finish around Halloween time. I think that's when they did the last ones. 
And all on the same lines, we have a new Children of the Corn prequel that will lead into the events of the original movie, which is I'm never going to forget seeing that on HBO late at night. It used to scare the scare the heck out of me, man. I could not watch that. I still probably can't watch it. I did not like it. It's it's horrible. Right. Well, and it'll be interesting to see just how how they lead into that. So I'm excited for it. It will. It will, cause especially because you basically can't go too deep into the other ones because of the quality is so much diminished. So if you have it go into a same scene and you redo the scene, it's not going to look right. So hopefully it just goes in like right where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. It ends right when they start driving to the town or start. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Um, the new Jurassic world dominion and throwback Jurassic park Lego sets are available for pre-order. Um, Dominion looks pretty cool. I'm excited for it. Um, Universal Parks and Resorts launches Discover Universal Planning Site. What is is that? Disney's had it for years. It's a a website, so you can go and plan your vacations. you got to be kidding me. They're just doing that now? Yeah. You wonder why, people wonder why Disney is number one. That right there. That right there. We'll get into yeah, some other I, stuff that I'm not happy about, but yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how they don't have ha- have that already. Like no. even 10 years ago. Five so, yeah. Um, the Bel Air Throne has photo op has arrived at Universal Orlando City Walk. I heard the show is amazing. It looks gritty. I need to watch it. I just haven't had time. Um, Squid I, Games. I, what? I think it's funny that it's the Bell Air Throne, which is based in L.A., and it's at Universal Orlando City Walk. Makes perfect sense. Well, because they don't have a City Walk really in 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 L.A., so yeah. I think what they do is they put that in place. It's kind of like they do a downtown Disney with like the Chadwick Boseman mural, yeah, where you can basically go and visit it, and not have to pay just for parking, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it does make it is kind of crazy. You would think it would randomly pop up. You would think they'd be smart and would have it pop up in Bel Air. You know, like yeah. find a lot somewhere, rent a house out, let it put it in the driveway, kind of thing. Yep. Um, Squid Games made history with multiple SAG award wins, and I did notice a lot of people were were pushing hard on the SAGs. Like they were like, "Oh yeah, like we're all about it this year," and I'm like, "That's weird." we normally never hear about the SAG Awards. Like, it's kind of, you know, whatever. It's not the Oscars. No, exactly. <laughs> and it and it used to be, oh, hey, if they win, you know, the SAG's pretty much going to be that they're going to win. You know, whatever wins there is going to win at the Oscars, minus, you know, maybe one or two. A couple upsets, yeah. Yeah, upsets. But, like, if Best Picture or whatever it is wins at the SAGs, you know, all the big ones pretty much are going to win there unless there's something that's you know uh, a toss-up it could be either this person or this person you know one of them wins in the sag well it's like oh and the oscars is going to be that one or this other one so yeah yeah that's true so now this is the first time on youtube doing this i'm gonna rant a little bit so comicbook.com has gotten very tabloid-esque as of late um, they'll post stories way too early and they're always doing retractions. Um, they also will post spoilers like 
hours after the episode it drops. They did a lot of it for Boba Fett. Like it was legitimately, I couldn't go on Facebook until I watched it because they were literally putting multiple articles out that spoiled different things. And, you know, they used to be good about it where it would just show like a generic photo from like the beginning of the season, you know, or from the previous season or from the Mandalorian, do something with Boba Fett from that. And then it would be like, you know, in this episode, and the others who do a synopsis, that doesn't spoil nothing. It just tells you what the synopsis says. And then they'll go, spoiler alert, and usually they place an ad before the spoiler alert so there's a big enough gap. Not, nah, they're just full-on throwing it out there. Who cares? These are people who are fans. Who cares? Well, today, they put a thing out saying, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, Bad Batch Season 2 said it was spring of 2022. Now it just says 2022. I'm like, are you serious right now? Are you serious? Just because a magazine came out and said 2022 doesn't say spring. And I'm like, who cares? It came out last summer. Give the people longer than a year to, to put something out. It just it, it frustrates me because they're owned by CBS. Connor from Kong Kong's Cantina, we talked and I was like, bro, did you know who owns it? And he's like. Who and I go CBS, so they have legitimate like reporters and people like that who should know better, and they don't. And it's just it's sad to me because it ruins a lot of of not the not the magic, but if you're just full on blowing stuff and then blowing stuff out of proportion to get some sort of I don't know, I, I assume it was. I don't even know. Is it why are they? It doesn't make sense why they're trying to blow it up like that. You know what I mean? Well, and the funny thing is, is like you said, so they took spring away. So I mean, that's if if you put spring, that could be early spring, middle spring, late spring. You know, whatever it is, you see it at Disney or these theme parks do it all the time. Oh, hey, it got delayed. Okay, well, instead of saying summer, you know, it may be, you know. It, it, it got pushed back to late summer, late spring, but, yeah. But they they're not going to put anything just in case it you know maybe takes another month to open up, which puts it into fall. Um, and with it, maybe with this, maybe it'll come out early. You know, it it, it could go either either way on it. But I mean, you you got four seasons, so you got you know a quarter of the year, you know that you're that you're t- that you're talking about when you put spring on it and i mean it could be you know so you know what's that so that's that's three months right there so it could come out in first month of the season the second month of the season or the third month of the season so you yep. could still say oh spring it was going to come out i don't know in march well instead of being march it's going to come out the end of may well that's almost two months i mean it could be you know, almost two and a half months after they thought what it is. It doesn't really, like you said, you're throwing a big old thing. It's not like they said, oh, hey, spring. Oh, no, it might be now the end of 2022. And it went from, you know, the the kind of, you know, beginning, you know, middle beginning to now the end. It's like, oh, my, what what's going on? Where it's like, okay, you know, calm, calm it down. You know? You're, you're, yeah, you're still yeah. going to get it in that year. Yeah. And I don't even think it's going to be that that delayed. I, I don't think I think legitimately it is just a typo 
I mean, obviously, if it was planned to get like hype behind something, it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, and what you say is that 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 came out of a uh, a, a Star magazine Wars article. magazine. Star Wars oh, magazine. Sure. No, it wasn't even an article. It was legitimately just like a just like an add-in or something. It was like an insert on the side that listed the stuff the shows currently in production and coming soon. Okay, so but did all did so I mean that thing could have been printed months ago and they knew it was gonna come out in twenty twenty two. You know, it's like uh stuff you get in the mail. It's like, oh hey, I just you know, paid this online or just got taken care of this online and like, you know, three days later here it comes on my doorstep or or whatever it is. Like, okay, that stuff was done weeks ago if not maybe even a month ago where if that was now if everything else had just a year on it then it's like okay they just went by the year it means nothing they didn't know when that got sent to print yep. that it was going to be spring you know so they knew it's going to be 2022 so hey throw it in there or who cares whether it's fall summer spring winter just throw it in there and hey be good they're not going to be though because they're they're that's how people are. They're just right. Well, and they they, they, they want they something to complain first, about. Yeah, they want to be the first to break it and want to have that you know narrow that window, uh, so they know oh hey it's going to be, you know spring so it's going to be these three months guys, three months. It's not good. Let us know if you watch it. If you watched it and how you feel about this, if you see any trailers you think we should cover, go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll put the link down in the description. And now we're on to the Disney pile. Kind of rapid fire. So, yeah, and a little thing about this is we haven't recorded in a couple weeks, so some of this is probably already old, even if we were going to record last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my like, well, with, one of the things, so, sprinkled, one of them that's really old there. now, it's over two weeks old, is face masks are optional at Disneyland now. Almost every little place is down there, it's optional. So we'll throw that out there because it's not big. Um, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, and Aaron Donald did go to Disneyland after the Super Bowl victory. And um, Matt Stafford was hung over, hung over. Oh, yeah. And well, shoot, Tom Brady the, even made a comment. Day. Tom Brady made a comment about, yeah, I've been there, bud. I've been there. <laughs> Drink water. Exactly. Um, event, this one was kind of cool. This one actually did happen this week. Um, Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure was dedicated to Stan Lee. There is a huge plaque with a huge platform that sticks out from the walkway, very similar to the statue in California Adventure of Walt and Mickey with the, or is it just Walt with the, uh, him standing there. Yeah. Just standing there with his bags, with his bags, very similar to that kind of very standout ish. It's very cool. Please respect it when you go to the parks. Um, and, and it's right at the beginning as you walk into Avengers campus from like right across from the blue sky cellars, the main walkway there, or like you were walking into Bugs Land. So if you come in from the side entrances, you will um, miss it. Miss it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not as tall as like the Walt statue. It is not. You could see, I mean, like you said, it's, it's 
predominant and it and it uh, sticks out and it wasn't there before so i guess they said they did it um i think it was going to be his 100th birthday this year yes it was um, in the end of the end of the end of the year um and also i didn't know on another podcast i was listening to today that it's already been five years since he's passed away yes it has you know you think about it it's like oh it's just a couple years ago well then you throw the covid in there and we lost you know just two years like that you don't think yep. about it and it's like oh man no, and I think it also makes a difference, too, because the whole thing of fighting with his family um, and the guy that took all of his money, like there's been a lot of like people, people always like when you hear someone's name in the news. um Quite a bit later or after they've passed, you kind of think of them as still being alive. So that kind of yeah. delays things a little bit. But I'm yeah. excited to go see it because, you know, he was a great man for the industry. Um, I know people will say the things about what he did to his partner. I don't know the whole story behind it, but I know someone was done dirty and we'll leave it at that. I mean, you're you're going to have that with anyone, especially being, I mean, being around Walt did, Walt, that long. Well, not just that, but like Walt Disney. <laughs> there's some stuff in his history that's not great and people that are anti-disney bring it up a lot i acknowledge it because i'm not going to ignore it but well yeah <laughs> and you get you know some of it is truth some of it is stretching the truth you know you you know it's yeah there there you know was some bad bad things there but you know it's I mean that's 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 what it what it was. That's so, what it is. I mean, it, it is what like it is. Said, and especially you're going to have that with anybody, um, you know that that worked years and you know decades ago. You know, twenty, thirties, forties, fifties. It was a different time. So what was normal then is not necessarily normal now. Bingo. Um, the next thing we have is the Minnie Mouse flower bed debuts in front of Main Street train station at Disneyland for Women's History Month. They just put a bow on it. That's all they did. Do not yeah, I mean, go there thinking it's going to be a big difference. It's not. It, it, I mean, it popped up overnight. Uh, yeah. Like I said, podcast I was to before. Uh, there was a person that was there, took a picture with it. Let's just say it, it showed up today took a picture with it which it didn't but i'm just saying that took a picture in front of it the day before and the next day she went she's like hey it's it's mini and like you said doesn't take that much to do it but they did um you know uh put a bow on it put eyelashes on her mm -hmm. and um mickey uh, didn't have a tongue and Minnie has a tongue or something like that so it's you know it's it's little and i guess it's the first time that that uh, floral has been not Mickey. So. I've always wondered how they maintain that. It's just a whole bunch of little tiny pot. Right, players. but that means they got to replace them pretty often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean that soil there—it's straight up potting soil, so it's easy to take them in and out. Um, yeah, on it, and it's the same soil that they're growing. Um, you know, out back behind. Them behind the scenes we should I, I, nice. we should google it and see how often it changed out yeah i mean it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff there i mean i you know was just searching not necessarily for jobs but just looking at horticulture there and it's it's not just oh hey you're replanting 
flowers or what. I mean, they want, you know, you almost got to have at least a bachelor's degree and a lot of landscape landscape management, on yeah, management on it. It's it's crazy, and I mean, that's all what people do. I mean, there's a full-on horticulture team, not only you know during the day that you don't see that much, but especially at night, and that's all what they're doing moving this, moving that, you know, they got to make sure that all the plants look good for the next morning. So if one's starting to die, take it out, get another one, put it in there. So it's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, they have return dates announced for the Main Street Electrical Parade, Disneyland Forever, hey, World of Color. You skipped over the biggest news. Oh, I did. I mean, the they trams, had an opening ceremony. The trams have finally returned to Disneyland Resort. And it was huge. And I I saw some YouTubers that were going to the park. I think it was like the week before. And they were rerouting everyone to go a different direction to go to, into the park because they were testing the trams out. So, yep. and those that don't know, they put those trams away. Those trams were not even close to being in operation. So it took them, I think, a full two weeks almost to go through them all. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's. A lot of moving parts and everything. Got to make sure because it probably wasn't tell, as maintained as it was. Tell Mister J. I bet he's pretty happy they're back, isn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, everyone is because that's. I mean, that's not a short walk. I mean, you. Sh I mean, I would. Um, I'm. I kind of feel like that walk. If they let you walk the tram route, it's not that far. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's what she did before. And now instead of walking the tram route, they just have a bypass that goes over the the top of it. Yeah, I think it's um I can't remember what it was. They because they they were working on that before they when they were that that was the plan when they were going to put the hotel where they're putting it now or they're putting the parking structure that tore down the AMC and everything. Um, I believe that's what the 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 walkway was supposed to be like a new way to get over to that. So yeah. Um, but as I was saying about before that, um, a return, return dates announced for Main Street Electrical Parade, Disneyland Forever, World of Color, and Fantasmic, and Encanto, Frozen, and Moana, and more have been added to the Main Street Electrical Parade. I want Paint the Night back. Bring back Paint the Night. I guess I'm spoiled rotten because I grew up seeing the Main Street Electrical Parade 500 times when I was a kid, but the Paint the Night Parade... I find myself still singing that song from the Paint the Night Parade. I'll go, I YouTube it every once in a while to watch with my son because it's just so much fun. You'll be walking by and so hey, let's go do uh, Space Mountain real quick, and you'll be singing the song because right. the night is young. Well, you know. And, and the thing is, is I mean, what this is the third time that they brought it back ever since it's glowing away. So it's like okay, it's never really gone away. So and they, like you said, they had. Paint the Night, which was a great replacement for it. Great. Everyone loves it. I haven't really heard anybody say anything really bad about it, but yet, no. that's, that's gone. Like, oh, wait, no, this is to, like, replace it. Where's it at? I think, I, think it's 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 an, I think it's a nostalgia replacement. So, basically, they bring it back for nostalgia reasons. Because the first time it left, they didn't say it was ending, but they said catch it before it leaves. And then it went to – they did the thing of it going to Disney World. Because I remember because we went to Disney World when it first went over there in 2011 for our honeymoon. We were there when it first came over there. And it was a mass of people were everywhere waiting to watch it. 
And I was just kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, I've seen it a bunch. Whereas with Paint Tonight, I would find myself just walking and I'm singing the song. And what I liked about Paint Tonight, well, you don't get as much from Main Street Electrical Parade, is when, so those that haven't seen Paint Tonight, it has a universal song that goes through. But when you get to certain sections, the characters, you'll hear like music playing from their movie or their show. So when you see, you know, Aladdin, it's playing Aladdin themed music. And then they all go into the universal dance and singing of paint the night. And it was just, it's a very, uh, I guess it's a very vibrant song and dance. So I liked it, but Hey, what are we going to do? Um, Disneyland president, Ken Potrock commemorates 22 days of inclusion with cast members with Spanish lessons from resort ambassador, Natalie Guzman. And this is something that they came out and said that he was, you know, that they were going to do and, uh, and whatnot. Well, I mean, you already saw earlier with the, the mini flower bed. So, you know, it's something like he said that they were, that Disney was going to do and, um, you know, he's doing it. Yeah, I don't know if that's the way to go about it. Cause... And I, I like seeing him, I've noticed more so. Um, and I forgot, I mean, he took over the park. Hey, you're president. Oh, guess what? Disneyland shut down. Good luck. And had, was completely shut down. When he, first... he took over. He took over <laughs> after it shut down. Took it over. Yep, exactly. Because so had, so Josh Tomorrow, had... Josh Tomorrow was saying like his goodbyes and then it shut down. Yep. No, yeah, exactly. But what I like with uh, Kim Potrock is he's been out there a lot more and it could just be, um, I, I don't necessarily think it's, it's PR, but him, like he was there for the opening, you know, of the, uh, of the tram, you know, doing this 22 days, you know, being more um, out there in the park. And he just looks like a, cool fun guy to to be around you know he seems really um jolly i guess lack of a better word i feel like w w being at disneyland you know unless you're walking around with a plaid and you're a famous person if you're disney famous people have a lot more respect i feel like so i think they might have realized look look bob chapik was there bob chapik bob Iger, and josh tomorrow where people I rec I could recognize like that, they were all there at opening day when the parks reopened and they were shaking people's hands the same way. So if you have never been to a park opening cast members stand on the street with Mickey hands waving at you as you walk in. So when you go there and you're, you know, seeing these people, they're just kind of like a regular person just standing there. They're not, it's, it's not, anything crazy it's not shocking to see them but i do get what tim's saying is is him being more out there and more interactive i think is kind of a cool thing so um let's hope that this 22 days of inclusion goes well for him um as i did mention the demolition has begun at west side of downtown disney district with the destruction of amc earl sandwich starbucks it's all going bye-bye mm -hmm. <laughs> And it's even affecting the uh, the monorail just because how close the movie theater is. So it yep. shut down for monorail shut down for a little bit, and I think comes back open. I want to say mid March, if I remember right. Yeah, because um, I think I think they're going to pull out the whole Esplanade thingy they have right there by AMC. 
Yeah. Well, and I mean, that way it just gets, because I'm sure they need a certain amount of um, distance from their working to what, you know, whatever. And since the beam goes right through, it's like, okay, get that done with first so then we can get the monorail back going and then work on everything you, you, you mean it's not like the good old days where you could be right next to the construction and they wouldn't say anything right exactly Smell which the of the, uh, of the generators speaking of which in my memories it came up the last race we ran at run disney and disneyland they still had the construction going for star wars land so that was kind of cool so batu wasn't done yet um right Sunglasses and transportation poster now available to Magic Key holders at Disneyland Resort. We talked about this a little bit before about the sunglasses, and they're doing these little posters. Something crazy, it's something generic, but it's kind of cool to get as being a key holder. Um, windows on Disney's Main Street USA book gets new title and on the October 2022 release date. Title of book is People Behind the Disney Park Stories of These Honored with a Window on Main Street USA is $60. Oh, I am pre-ordering that as soon as we get done here. Yeah, um, it, looks, it looks good. The coolest thing, I did not know about this until um, my wife's company paid for her to go on a leadership trip in Chicago and they hired an Imagineer to give the talk. And the Imagineer was actually, I didn't know that they helped design the window when they get picked, if they're still alive. So they were, he was helping design the window. So there's so much behind it. So many of the names mean so much. Like I didn't realize, I saw a TikTok the other day that one of the people that eventually became like a higher up on the, with Disney, his family owned the land where they put Disneyland. Yeah, uh, Dominguez. Dominguez. Oscar. Yeah, is it Oscar Dominguez? I think it is. Um, I want to say Tony, but I'm not. I, don't, I know. I know that's not it. He has um, a name above the cigar shop or something like that in that general vicinity on Main Street. He was started out as a ticket taker and made us all the way up into management. Yeah, and um, was a vice president. <laughs> um, there's the Dominguez tree in uh in Disneyland. Uh, uh, and it's an orange tree. And they have the uh, palm tree too, right by yep, uh, right by uh, Jungle Cruise because that's where the house was at, and that's what they um, that's what the, they, the, they kept the contract. There. Yeah, yep. They have a palm tree, tree and another tree. It's right there. Yep, that's pretty yep. cool. So yeah, no, it's cool. And like you said, then he you know started there and yeah. Made his way up. Way up, yeah, it's crazy. Um, World of color projector houses installed at Paradise Bay Lagoon at Disney's California Adventure. They're going to be filling that water back up. It's going to be fun. Going to bring it back. I'm excited. Um, They have announced the full menus for the 2022 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Um, And the saddest news of all. Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland is closing March 8th for reimagining um, Mickey's house and Minnie's house, I believe, are safe. Um, the big changes are going to be to Donald's, um, Chippendale's, Goofy's, because they're going to try and make them more relatable to the new ride being put in. Um, this does yep. not have anything to do with the ride. It is legitimately a separate thing that's going to happen. So, um it's not that great. I mean, it shut down at what? 
dark every night anyways yeah, for the fireworks. For so yeah. it wasn't like anything crazy, but yeah, and uh, Roger Rabbit is fine too. That's that'll stay. Yes, that'll stay. <laughs> with the new yeah. Jessica, with the new Jessica Rabbit, that everyone's complaining about. Right. Um, there is a new Princess Tiana designer collection doll that debuts at Disneyland Resort for one twenty nine ninety nine, as long as well as a Mulan designer collection doll, same price at Walt Disney World. Um, I know my and, cousin collects these, and they're basically like fancy Barbies that come in a fancy box. Basically yeah, I mean, it it's the ones that they've been releasing for, you know, since the park has opened, you know. The yeah, designer, the and they're, yeah, they're pretty nice. They're not, I'm not going to lie. They're not, they're not this little one you see, like, in a store. It's, it's fancy. No, so. it's, yeah, it's nice box, nice, I mean, everything <laughs> on it. I mean, paying 130 bucks. And. So I thought we were going to get away from some stuff. This one wasn't as bad, but we got more later. A guest yelled at a security uh, cast member at Disneyland Park. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. doesn't make any sense. People are stupid. People want to start arguments. It's it's just, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what to do anymore. It's supposed to be the happiest place on earth. And I don't know, man. No, exactly. And it was funny. I mean, it was a, it was a security, you know, cast member and there was even another like his manager came up and I forgot exactly what it was, but it was something that, you know, um the cast member couldn't couldn't do anything, you know, about yeah. just one yeah. of one of those things um that happened. So, uh, I I I don't get it. It's it's not the greatest thing, but you know, it happens, man. And uh, we just gotta back up those cast members. Um, we do have a passion fruit mint julep at Disneyland. Um, it's a new drink in probably in New Orleans Square, more than likely. This is where you get your you get your uh, mint yeah. juleps. <laughs> I never had one. I've gotten the beignets. And what was funny was we went one time when they had the special beignets, but they didn't have them inside the park. They were in downtown Disney. Uh, I remember that one time by Wolfgang Puck. She had to go down to there to get the special beignets. Yeah. Yeah. So um, painting of hills ongoing at Mickey's Toontown in Disneyland. So you can see them redoing that stuff. It's going to you know, change. And like it says here, it says Disneyland president says Toontown will be more interactive improvements underway for free genie service changes to character expansions coming and more an in interview. Now I do know that Mickey and Minnie have their own meet and greets where you go through the house. I never experienced that as a kid because the line was never long enough. They were just sitting on the porch and you'd go up and you'd interact with them. And then when they weren't there, you could walk through. I never realized there was a whole like pit, like a movie theater behind it. It's crazy. Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland Park has some enhancements Florida doesn't have. There you go. Look, we got the better bot too, and we're going to have the better Mickey and Minnie's Runaway uh, Railway. Right. This is the one time where they got it all figured out um, over in Florida, and then we get to capitalize on it. Where before we had to figure out Rise of the Resistance, then they could open it up, you know, earlier in uh, in uh, Florida. So, yep, exactly. Our turn. Um, Orlando International Airport has is now the seventh busiest airport in the USA. I don't know because I took a red eye when I flew there, so I didn't get to experience that kind of stuff. Um, Walt Disney World has increased their ticket prices on multi-day tickets, park hoppers, and more. 
Connor's not happy about it, but yeah, I think they're realizing that's what Disneyland did, and they're starting to get less riffraff, and it's a lot more riffraff going on over in Disney World than there is Disneyland right now. Um, mobile cast complement features now available. What? And allows for yep. specifying individual Walt Disney World cast members. Oh, not Disneyland. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> no offense, well, I mean, but it's so yeah. hard to get a compliment to those people. Well, but what you can do is, um, as far as giving, and I can't remember if I've said it on here before, but you, you could, um, you could tweet, you could email, um, and I think maybe through, I don't know if, if Facebook or Instagram does that. I know, like you said, um, I think Facebook email, does now. And it gets, it's a way of doing it if you don't, um, want to stand in line at the city, um, hall. city hall to give yeah. them, you know, a compliment and it will get, to, get to the, the cast member. So it's a great way of, of doing it. Now, the only thing is you mm. just got to, like, I know, um, some friends, what they do is they obviously have your phone in the notes app. They'll write down, Hey, you know what? I really want, you know, that person went out of the way or went above and beyond, or I saw him help this person out, whatnot, yep. open up the notes app and, you know, just jot down, you know, just remind a couple bullet points to it. Name them and where it. they're from is the big yeah. thing. Yeah, cast member and and time of day and what attraction or where you saw them at the park. Because even if maybe you don't get their their name or just their first name or, or something like that, um, they could go back and see and make sure it gets to, to that person. And it does help them in reviews and whatnot. And actually, what's funny is um, I we were in line at City Hall to get a um, birthday button. And this guy was cussing out this lady like nonstop. It was so inappropriate. And she's cussing, she's applied and she's doing nothing. He's complaining about he wanted a refund because the, his favorite ride was closed. Something dumb like that. And I literally, I go, is your supervisor here? And then she's like, yeah, why? And I go, can you bring him over? And I'm like, I want you to recognize her because she just handled that with more professionalism than I've seen anyone in this park ever handle the way they're being talked to. She right. never was mean back to him. She told him to have a pleasant day. Like she was like amazing. And she said, told me thank you afterwards. But like, it, it means a lot to them because people don't realize they do get like awards at the end of the month that they have with the customer compliments and you i think after so long they even get pins for it and stuff like that so yeah make sure you do that for them because it's kind of important yeah and especially with now it's so easy to do it as well you don't necessarily have to go to city hall and it's yeah. becoming more easier so i'm sure exactly. it'll be just a matter of time before it comes to um, disneyland uh, i did miss there's three walt disney world attractions moving from individual Disneyland to disney genie plus through august 7th and it's because no one's using the lightning lane on it. So no need to go into which ones. Doesn't matter. Just look right. them up. It's pretty simple. Um, Disney question guests on commitments to their upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruise reservations and new survey. Because the hotel. Okay. I'm going to go into it at the very end. Just to because I have an opinion. I've seen the videos. So right. that's, that's, that's the first telling thing. Um, you have the personalizable lightsaber debuting exclusively to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser guests. Um, you have the new look at the Galactic Star Cruiser real lightsaber and more Star Cruiser features, which I'll go into a little bit. Because this is the first problem. 
Ray's clumsy real lightsaber swap on Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Here's the thing. Tim may not know this, but I do because I've got the insight from Connor. That that whole Ray um Kylo interaction in the hotel is something they took out of the parks. They stopped doing when COVID hit. So they're legitimately just reusing stuff in this thing. It's not great. It's not great. And it says like secondary market may indicate social media influence. Yeah, but but on reselling Star Wars glasses through their their free media voyage. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny too. Yeah, but did you see the video on how she swaps from the real light slaver to the fighting the one? one? No. Oh my! It is absolutely. You would think that they would have something a lot better. You could do anything with it. She literally. So it's cool. You know, they have the real light sleeper. She turns, you know, she sits there, she pulls it out, you know, she turns it on it, you know, extends up like, oh, we've, we've all seen. So, but you can't fight with that. Well, this whole show is her fighting Kylo. Well, then she literally like puts it on the floor, picks up the other one, and then this is okay. Now I have my fighting one, and that's that's how they switched it. It's there's not- literally there's literally a wall that they go behind at one point that has a conveyor yeah. that basically pulls her like she's getting pulled by the force. You could set it behind a wall. You could have her force push her, have her fall down and grab exactly. the other one. Exactly. It's I mean, so easy. So- <laughs> or even have him like hey like force you know take it out of her hand and you know throw it across you know they're because they're like on a little gantry or whatnot throw it across that she comes somersaults and like picks, picks it, it up, up right it, 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 i saw i'm like this i pay what three thousand dollars for this six six grand six grand on or average six, yeah that's absolutely ridiculous it is um I, I'll go. I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Um, so yeah, that, that secondary market. That's they're selling bad. it. Well, you know, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I'm gonna go into it because all I saw when it first happened was 60 second recaps. They were garbage recaps, and I'm like, they must have hated their stay because why else would you just this, do this quick recap? Then Connor sent me the 12 minute video that someone put out there. Oh no, it's an hour long. It's an hour long. No, the whole weekend or the whole three days. And I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Hold on. So all voyages on Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser sold out through mid-July. Okay. Um, First lights illuminated on Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, Facade, and Epcot, which I did see. They did finish completing the mounting of the ship on the outside today. They had a boom up there doing the final touches on that. Um Imagineer Zach Ridley shares first official look at the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind load station, which is kind of basic pictures. It looks just like Space Mountain for the most part. Um, Tron Life Cycle Run Roller Coaster train vehicles now being delivered to Magic Kingdom. And I saw a couple of them. They look pretty cool. Um, and the construction worker Kevin having a foot race past Speed Radar behind Magic Kingdom. That was pretty um Pretty funny. Um, my Phil, I love this one. Figment popcorn buckets returned through mobile order at Epcot. Update it sold out again at Epcot. But imagine all the people that spent so much money, and I believe it wasn't as busy on this. So, 
Um, Genie Plus is no longer available in advance for one-day tickets at Walt Disney World. It's not working, Disney. Your system is not working. When the lightning lane that's supposed to be faster is just as long as a standby lane, you have problems. So, um, and construction is underway on frozen land coming to Disneyland Paris. Now, I don't want to end on a negative note. I think that the Star Cruiser Hotel was a brilliant idea. But when I was having a conversation with Connor, which Connor, like Tim and I, is a Disney connoisseur, but he has a little more experience because they have more stuff to see at Disney World. It's just a fact. You know, I haven't been with with the Avengers Campus yet, and I know they have different uniforms. But if you look at the uniforms that they have alone for the Star Cruiser Hotel, it's literally all the reject uniforms from all of the other places. It's insane. So did you see any of the videos, Tim, of what's going on in there? Um, yeah, I did see um, videos, like I said, that one of Ray swapping the lightsabers, um, the box truck ride from the starship to Batu. Which that actually, that actually didn't did not look as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it didn't, but they definitely need to put some more filler stuff in the middle and not just listening to the radio station um, on it. Uh, but I, I mean, the ins- I mean, the inside of it looks fantastic i mean they did a great job with it I mean, they did a good job i mean you would hope they would because it's it's a box truck you could put anything in it um on it so that that was cool seeing that um and that well i haven't really watched any i know a lot of um you know influencers and media have been there because it hasn't opened yet and like you said on that secondary market none of the media got any of that um special items it was all the influencers so that's why they are not happy with people selling, um, you know, the, the special stuff on it, because that means it's not media. It's all the influencers and whatnot. And it could be one, you know, one bad apple spoiling it for everyone. Um, but I mean, dude, come on. If you're going to do it, wait until at least day one when it opens, then you could it could be anybody. You know, why do it right now when Disney knows it's only the influencers? So you know what that means? The next time they have something like this, no, nobody's going to get any special things. And, and those, influencers those things influencers are, are usually invited. They're usually numbered, too. So they know usually. But here's the big thing for me. The, the true social media people who did their due diligence and went through everything. It's a very cheap experience. And guess what? Three of the exclusive items are already going to be available in the shops around Disney World. You do not even have to go into a park to get the. They have uh, the tendrils and the the the, the, Turgut, the oh. headdress yeah. and the um, the Twi'lek headdress. They have the facial wipes, the the, the face face cream, and the, and the wipes that are sold or used in the the, the hotel. That's problem number one. Problem number two, if you look at the dining area, legitimately, if, if anyone's been to Disneyland, it looks exactly like you're going to watch the lightsaber trials that they put on in that stage that comes out of the ground. It's the same tables, just done more futuristically. Small little table with four chairs around it that you're made to basically take your tray, put your food on it, and hey, go figure out where you're putting your food because guess what? Yeah, 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 
yay dill you're not going to eat with anything else there it's tiny she performs three mediocre songs the girl that sings there it's not her fault she has to sing them here's the thing the costumes look amazing i will say they were talking to um two of them they looked phenomenal in the in the pictures and the one that kind of meets you that's got the the head oh i don't know the name of it but it's got the articulating head and whatnot that one looks yes and so there are some things like that but like the 60 second clip one made me so mad because i'm like legitimately it looks like you're not having fun and then I watched a video because they are the people are staying there now. They are. So I saw a lady post on TikTok her going into the room, and I was like, "This is the most disappointing thing I have ever seen." You're spending that that family was a family with three kids and two adults. That's five people. They're spending close to nine G's, ten G's on that thing, and they were so excited about the bunk beds. Cool, man. No, you know it's cool for your kid. You can afford it. But if I was a drop, like, like Connor said, he goes, I can take $6,000 and go to, to Europe, go to Disneyland Paris for a week and still travel the entire country and see stuff. Right. And have bunk beds in the, in the thing there as well. Yeah, it, 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 there you go. You right. know, and it just, the, the data pad idea looks horrible. It does not function the way I thought it was going to function. Apparently, when you go in, you stop, you pick what you're going to do. Basically, you're going to work for the first order. You're going to work for the resistance. And basically, you go down two different corridors and you complete your mission. And I was just like, this is so disappointing. I can tell this is disappointing in the people's faces. It's just, you know, I don't know, man. It For me, it was disappointing. I'm never going to do it. But Connor says that hotel is very small. It's not a big hotel. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And maybe that's why they're selling out because there's not that many rooms in it. It might be that. Which I can see why Disney would throw a fit if people are canceling their reservations because, you know, with the square footage that it has, you need that thing to be, well, especially, you know, from day one, you need that thing packed all the time. Well, when I worked with hotels, they needed to have um, it was eighty percent, eighty percent occupancy is what you need to maintain at in order to make money, and that's an average. So they they understand. Yeah. I'm sure Disney is poor, probably more of a ninety percent because of especially this one probably needs to be hundred percent because of the people acting. I mean, they showed a stormtrooper who pulls his helmet off, so I don't know if he defects with you or what. But this dude's a full-on actor. He has a microphone and everything. He pulls his helmet off. So it's not pre-recorded stuff. It's a legit dude. So uh, now my throat's all dry from ranting. Um, But I do want to thank everyone for listening. Connor, for giving me the inside info and send me that video. Mr. J, tell Tim how your trip was. That way we can kind of um, get a report back from you. He said on it, he says it was nice. There was a decent amount of people there at the park, but not as much as he thought it was going to be. And then mm-hmm. it was kind of just a more of an, an R&R type, uh, type trip for them. He said he did a lot of sitting, a lot of watching, just, you know, hanging out, being, you know, doing rides. But, you know, it's just more of just hanging out, you know, chilling. Um, he said the, the hardest part was trying to get a hotel, which understandable on a, on a uh, on a holiday weekend as well. So I told but, you, nope. dude, you you expect a bunch, and there's not that many. 
That's what usually happens. What do you mean a bunch? Uh, a bunch of people on the holiday weekends, but everyone assumes that. So a lot of people don't go because they assume it's going to be yeah. busy. Well, this but one, I, it was because you couldn't find a hotel. I yeah. will say, though, that um, if I can do six rides, which usually we do way more than that, but if I do six rides and I'm lollygagging around, have some deep fried pickles, eat at Carnation Cafe, you know, relax, I, it's a good day. Well, and the thing is, is if you get there early, like early, like rope drop, you could do six rides in, 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 two, hour hours. Hour. Yeah. in two hours. Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. And, Easy. And still casually do that. Um, and then once everyone comes in, it's like, okay, well, I'm good for the day. Let's just, you know, hey, chill yo. or, hey, this this line's short. Let's go here. Not necessarily I want to go on that ride, but the line's short. And we're right. Oh, here. and before we go, do you know why the line is so long for Peter Pan? I just found this out. This is Peter Pan. No, do you know why? Because you only fit two people in each in each ship. It's the slowest r- operating ride in the parks. It just doesn't surprise me. And they tried to actually to speed it up. They tried to because of the line. But you also step up into the 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 sailboat. Yeah. Yeah. And I had I watched they had to pull people out of there, broke down. Do you know how they get people above the city? They have to get a freaking ladder and bring you down a ladder. Really? They put a ladder, wow. they have to position it on the board not to break the lights, and oh, then so break you it on a ladder. Position it just right, and then make sure you don't step back. That's crazy. I think that they have it just right to where you don't actually go over the lights themselves. It's mostly yeah. over a vacant space, but it's still they a little bit are by the lights. So right. I just, I just saw some people would like that. So, but yes, again, thank you to Connor. Thank you, Mr. J, Justin, for listening. Everyone else, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you to everyone who's watching this on YouTube and seeing Tim turn his mic on and off multiple times because his child is crying in the background because he is one of the loudest criers there is. Um, but we would greatly appreciate it. Make sure you check the links below. And if not, go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot slash FOMOcast Gaming. There's that cry. Tim's got to go take care of business. So for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.